Hey, everybody. Hello. Hi. Hey. Hey, y'all. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm making it a thing. This improvised radio play contains strong language, depictions of cartoon violence, and an awareness of the existence of human sexuality. Listener discretion is advised. What a beautiful thing. It's been a weird week for us here on Meaning What, um, but we have a very exciting uh, episode for everybody. Instead of our usual cultural, artistic conversation, we are taking a week to play a little game and have it serve as a preview of the sort of content you can look forward to on our Patreon. So if you end up enjoying this episode um, and you want to support us, or if you hate the episode and you want to pay us so that we don't make anything else like this, um, go over to patreon.com slash meaning what, pledge whatever you can, and we might make more of this, we might not. Um, but please support us financially so we don't die under the wheels of capitalism. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. Um, so this week we are playing a very fun um, single-page tabletop role-playing game called Lasers and Feelings. Uh, it's made by John Harper. Um, I'll put a link to it in the episode description if you want to follow along. The basic gist of it is that we are a space crew in outer space on a space adventure, and uh, we just improv scenes and see what happens. Today we have a full room. Um, with us today on this episode, we have Sean Ang, as always, Christopher Scott McNeil making his return. Um, we have David Cox, who has uh, edited and helped produce a couple of our episodes. And we also have our lovely returning guest, Kim McMasters. Whee! We're very happy to have Whee! This is This is your third time, right? Yeah. yeah. So you and Hisham have evened it out. You have punched the three-time members club. I'm going um, for four. I, I'm going for like <laughs> ten, realistically. Ooh. So watch out. Yeah, we'll send you a Letterman jacket when that happens. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> what does she get as part of our VIP lounge? Yeah, I want I want a membership card. I want a free episode when I hit my tenth episode, whatever that means. <laughs> right. Okay. okay. We can talk about I mean, it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Shall we play? Let's see Let's what happens. Play. Do this thing. This is Pirates of the Crystal Void. Space. It's big, and it's cold. Out out here on the edge of the Omega Sector, it feels bigger and colder. Pirates rove and raid freely, and space criminals can be found on every square of solid ground. You have to keep your eyes open and your hand on your phase pistol. And then there are the myths of how those people out here live. This terrible frontier is where we find the ISS Optimism, its crew carrying out their noble mission to patrol and protect the border between Omega and the rest of the Keyclose galaxy's intersectors. We zoom in to the bridge, where Captain Darcy, tall, handsome, and still chasing the glory of his all-star varsity quarterback days, reclines in the captain's chair with a smooth authority. Next to him stands the holographic projection of an English butler that serves as the user interface for the ship's virtual assistant, known to the crew as Andy. We'll go around the table and see where everyone else is. Sean, beginning with you, 
Would you like to introduce your character and tell us what they are doing? Yeah. Hi, everyone. My character is Crystal Beth. She's just a sexy envoy, you know, here to spread peace and get banged by every hot alien in the universe. She's like Barbarella, but a little too much goop in there. Um, she she really she really really believes in that really bad shitty fake optimism, and is really pro capitalist because she's just they're just like really hot and they just fucked their way to success. Um, and she has they have she they all all pronouns um, have banged Darcy before multiple times, but has not found it sufficient, but keeps doing it. I think Darcy definitely makes it weird too. Oh yeah. It's not a big deal, but Darcy makes a big deal. You make it a big deal, Darcy, and <laughs> I don't appreciate it. Really messing with my chakras here. And what is uh, what is Crystal Beth doing? Where does Crystal Beth find themselves on the ship? On the deck, like, wherever the captain's deck, deck shit is, like, near Darcy. But she's totally on her, like, space phone on space equivalent of Tinder. <laughs> trying to find whoever is... Three parsecs away to bang. <laughs> Why are you laughing? This is very serious. Just sorry. For the sake, so sorry. Of, peace, for so the sorry. sake of intergalactic peace, she's going to bang them all. Does she ever make use of space Craigslist? Or is it just strictly space Tinder? <laughs> mm, it's mostly just space Tinder and like the space version of like the like, famous rich people apps. Um, she da- she hasn't done Craigslist in like three months. You know, the last time it ended with like a really weird disease. <sighs> I imagine that there are plenty of misconnections on Space Craigslist for <laughs> for them. But, well, um, they're all looking for her, but she never responds. Every single one of them. <laughs> Our camera zooms out a little bit, pans over to Kim. Yes, my character's name is Marsha Roundhouse. She's a um, a doctor with a vengeance. She's um, seeking revenge because she co-created a cure for star lung, which is the space equivalent of asthma. And then her uh, her partner sold it to Big Space Pharma. And now she's really mad that no one from her hometown can afford it. So she's sick of capitalism and she's looking for a new place to live to set up a kinder, more socialist society. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And, and she's, she's very small. She's very um, bright and bubbly, but she has a lot of rage and is maybe a little bit insane. Perfect. Where does Marsha find herself on the ship? She's hanging out um, by the medical pod. I think she's like, you know, sort of planning some research she'd like to do while they explore and maybe like making sure she has all the medical supplies she needs and, you know, just getting ready to start anew somewhere else and maybe kill some people on the way. I don't know. We'll see. We zoom out of the medical pod and we pan over to Chris. So my character is Tex Bramble. He is a hotshot engineer who came up through poverty and kind of got his start working on small engines. And he is eager to kind of prove that he didn't just luck into being this 
space engineer working on these spacecrafts and help keeping them afloat. And, uh, it's, he's constantly doubting himself at every turn as a result, but he's really eager to show not just everybody else, but also himself. And he has a, like a panel taken off and he's sitting there with like, you know, his tools and gizmos and trying to like finagle some wiring on a, on like a, some kind of sensor that seems to be malfunctioning. He's just like, he, definitely not finding success. He's just like, you can hear him mumbling and like cursing himself out and stuff as he's doing this. Oh, motherfucker. Is Tex the type of engineer that works on problems or seeks them out? I think they tend to find him. I think, you know, it's kind of like, you know, a Vash the Stampede thing where he kind of just has the best of intentions. You know, he's just, he wants to do the right thing. He's like in the D&D sense, he's like lawful good in the best of ways, but trouble always seems to find him wherever he goes. It's like, was that panel fucked up before you started looking at it, Tex? Maybe not. There's no way to know now. Yeah. That's just like me with STIs and drama and heartbreak. <laughs> they just like, everyone just finds me. You know, and I do my best to be a welcoming whole and being, um, but, you know, things happen. And panning out from Tex and Crystal Beth, who has inserted themselves into the scene, we move <laughs> over to you, David. I'm try. That's going to be a little difficult for here. Uh, let me... <clears throat> Hello, my name is Cloud E.O., which stands for Cloud Epsilon Omega. I am a android with a prime directive of navigation, and I have soldier capabilities. I am an android that is on one single wheel, and at the core, there is a glowing crystal that emits a green light. And then I just have normal torso body that humans and other life forms have my face i have an ocular goggle sort of thing to emote emotions as i have been told but they only show lines squiggles dots sometimes shapes but sometimes there may be words that might come up in conversation like Fuck you. But, you know, it only comes up randomly. I'm trying to figure out the hardware to kind of fix that functionality. Hex <laughs> <laughs> might be able to help you out with that. <laughs> um, what is Cloudio's relationship with Andy, the ship's virtual assistant? Well, Andy... I kind of get on their bad side quite a bit because I kind of shoot lasers at things when things don't work. Usually I have a hard wire component that kind of connects to the ship to try and make things work like doors and stuff. I kind of do that, but then it just doesn't work out. So sometimes, as I have been told, just bang it with a giant metal implement and sometimes it'll just work nicely beautiful and uh where where is cloud on the ship at the moment cloud eo is probably on looking several different robots that are on the ship as well just 
looking at them and being like, ah, 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 I don't have to do <laughs> your job. And as we hear that, we zoom out a little bit from where Claudio is standing and we see that they are standing inside of a storage closet with a bunch of deactivated droids <laughs> piled up on the floor. They make for excellent scrap metal sometimes when I have to replace a limb or two. <laughs> so we cut back to the bridge and see Captain Darcy on his space telephone, just sort of nodding. All right. Thank you. And he hangs up and he presses a button on the armrest of his captain's chair and a little microphone comes out and over the intercom, he addresses the crew and says, hello, crew. I know that you've probably been desperately waiting for our next instructions. I know I certainly have. Today I'm looking forward to flying out here. I want to, I want to remind you that it's an honor that we have the jobs that we have doing the good work that we do, killing space pirates, patrolling the border, keeping the unwanted folks where they are wanted. It's a service. And now we have even greater purpose. I just got word from base that our next assignment will be to investigate a crystal void planet out here in the Omega sector. We have reports of an entire planet that lives without the effects, the very good effects of crystals, particularly healing crystals. They don't believe in them, and somehow they're still alive. So we're going to go down there, we're going to see what sort of terrible experiments they're running on their people, and hopefully we're going to liberate those who are trapped on that planet living such a terrible life. Now, I don't feel particularly good, so I'm going to head over to the med bay. Uh, Marsha, if you could prepare the medical pod for me and um, get ready for a, just a routine examination. I think that would be great. And then we will do our mission. All right. And the line <laughs> closes. Crystal Beth, you have returned to the bridge, and you, I imagine, just sort of lazily turn, as you do, to see Captain Darcy leave. And as you do, you see the captain just collapses on the floor. Oh, fuck! <laughs> I press the intercom. Code, code red. Is that the medical emergency? Uh, code, he's he's on the fucking floor. You bitches. Uh, Andy pops up on your dashboard. They like they close um, next to the captain's chair and pops up on your dashboard and says, "Yes, have, uh, are you having an emergency?" Yes, Darcy has collapsed. You dumb British whore, fix it. Now, Christabeth, we have talked about how I do not enjoy being spoken to like that. <laughs> Can you please rephrase your question? <laughs> Andy, may you please help us with Darcy? I believe he's collapsed on the floor and need, is in need of emergency medical attention. Andy peers around you and says, Oh my, it appears that he has. Marsha's running up from the med bay, like sprinting with a um, first aid kit, but it's like almost her size because she's real teeny <laughs> tiny. Um, so she's just sort of like hauling it behind her and she's going to come up and be like, 
Captain Darcy, what's the matter? There is no response. He is out cold. Crystal Beth, what happened? He just like collapsed. Can you fix him? I'll try. Don't scar his face. It's the only pretty face to look at here. <laughs> Uh, is there like some sort of role I can make to see if I know what happened to him or like, you know, like to check his blood pressure or. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, roll two dice. Okay. A five and a two. Okay. You are using lasers. So you'll want to roll under your number. What was your number? My number is four. So that's one success. You look over the captain, you take his blood pressure you run basic tests. He isn't responsive, so it's not terribly easy, but you have determined that he is unconscious. Perhaps the best course of action will be to take him to the medical pod. Okay. Is Tex nearby? Right here, ma'am. <laughs> Tex, can you help me get the captain to the med bay? Well, I, I guess so. They ain't my job description, but I, I reckon I can. You're you're stronger than me, so thank you. Yeah, yeah. And he pops up and he says, And I will remind you that you are not union, so there is nothing. <laughs> you do not have a job description. <laughs> Whatever, Brit. He closes. <laughs> I'll supervise. Tex hoists Darcy like over his shoulder and saunters toward the med bay. Just like... Ooh. Can't believe I got roped into this shit. <laughs> Tex, you're so strong. Marsha is like scribbling notes on a clipboard, but they're just like like frightening drawings that teenagers <laughs> do when they're angry about stuff. <laughs> but I don't know if anybody would see it, but I just want to give you guys a heads up, a little peek behind the curtain. I imagine that it's one of those things that um, everyone has seen at some point and nobody talks about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. So you you take the captain to the med bay. There is a medical pod. There's only one medical pod on the ISS Optimism cost-saving measures, but you put Captain Darcy in it, and it shuts. And this sort of field of crystals of all different types sort of grow along the sides of it and begin pulsing as sort of future electricity is pumped through them, Um, which... Marsha, you would know, means that the pod is on. Great. This thing working now? Just like, is he getting better? I th- I think he just needs to rest for a little while. All right. Oh, I would leave it alone, Tex. <laughs> Maybe you could go fix something else. <laughs> you hear a loud shuddering noise, like, as if uh, a motorcycle is like coming up and veering up towards you. And you see Claudio. Hello, I have come to assist where needed. Sorry about the noise. Something got caught in my wheel and I can't reach down and get to it. And then you see kind of just like someone stuck like a clothespin and like a card in like the spoke of the wheel. (laughs) Someone has been playing a trick on me. X, did you do this? Um... I'm not going to take credit, nor am I going to deny that. <laughs> Crystal Beth totally did it. Um. <laughs> Marsha will take it off your wheel. Oh, why well, thank you, Marsha. You're welcome, Cloud. It's going to have some vertically challenged people on our day. <laughs> <laughs> Diversity of height is crucial. 
So I, okay, so I guess in the med bay, I'm assuming if the crystals are doing their thing, it's pretty hands-off for me. I'm going to just like scan vitals and like keep an eye on things, but I don't really have to do much probably. Definitely not. You are there in like a supervisorial role. Um, There is like a ticker tape machine that is just spitting out like little lines and little bits of information, um, which you can choose to check meaningfully if you like. Um, But outside of that, it's just, you know, making sure that he doesn't die. Okay. I won't check him. (laughs) Have you tried banging the captain with a large metal implement? I hear sometimes that works. Uh, Andy pops up and says, Now, droid, you are also not union, so you do not have a job description. But if you did, medical services would not be included in it. I am very well unacute to the parameters of the health coverage that this ship provides. You are programmed with all of that information. You were the moment that we turned you on. I have some memory hard drive issues at times. <laughs> I suppose that we will have to run a systems diagnostic on you later. For now, if everyone could meet me on the bridge, we will discuss our next steps uh, while I continue to monitor the captain because as a virtual assistant, I can be in two places at once. And he turns off. Why do we got to go back to the bridge? Can't we just stay here? He comes back up. Because the bridge on a starship is a place of authority. And if anything is important, it is maintaining a sense of authority on a starship. We would not do to do a mission briefing in the med bay because we are not a medical ship. Well, I got to go to the bathroom. Can you just meet me in there? We could, um, (laughs) that's not really a place of authority, but, um, it it, it would be, I, I only have so much RAM, so I can only be in two places at once. Uh, so we would all have to meet in the bathroom or, um, wait for you, which would be incredibly inconvenient and, uh, disrespectful. Uh, but I suppose we, we could do that for you to join us on the bridge. All right. Well, uh, I got to go number two. So it's going to be a little bit. (laughs) Text, 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 text. No, you need to try this new pill that not Gwyneth Paltrow has developed. <laughs> it really helps get rid of all of your bodily urges. I promise you won't feel like you need to go number two for like the next 72 hours. Try it. You're being for real now? Yeah, try it. All right, all right. As a virtual assistant, I can attest to the fact that this pill has a 2.8% non-lethality rate. Not Gwyneth Paltrow's finest and lowest non-lethality rate to date. Yeah, I think like only like two random losers like died in the clinical trials or something. But you know. That is not how statistics work. If I remember correctly, the last time someone took those pills, there was an anal leakage issue that had to be cleaned up. And the janitorial android was out that day. So I had to clean that up, 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 up. I elbow Claudio. (laughs) Thank you. Claudio, (laughs) why are you talking about Marsha like that? She deserves better. You don't tell about her secrets and accidents. I would appreciate it if everyone does meet me on the bridge. Uh, Tex, we, we can wait for you if you like. I'll be fine. And he pops the pill. Marsha hops up and takes Tex's hand and says, Come on, Tex. Crystal Beth is just going to keep lying if we don't get out of here. 
All right, little lady. (laughs) I don't lie. I don't know what you're talking about. That's nice. That is only 50% truthful. (laughs) (laughs) Tex, you you do not die after taking this pill. Uh, You don't feel particularly good, but you don't feel like you're going to die right now. You have felt worse. We all move back up to the bridge, and Andy materializes next to the captain's chair. Is kind of eyeing it and says, Now, again, since we are not union and we do not have a set of job descriptions, you are all employed equally in one of the best systems in the entire known universe. That does unfortunately mean that we do not have a order of command. So, I am curious to hear what your suggestions are, since we are still expected to carry out our mission to completion, uh, regardless of the survival or death of our captain. As the third most successful ambassador in this fleet of all time, I believe I should be next. Plus, Darcy totally said last night that I could be next in command if anything happened. Hold on a moment. And a little text box comes up at the feet of Andy that there's running through all of his databases. And it pings and closes. I've checked the recordings that I have of the ship from last night. That conversation did not happen. Did you record when I banged him? That is standard protocol. (laughs) I do not enjoy it. And I must specify that. But either way, the conversation still did not happen. Captain Darcy, to my knowledge, never named a successor. Well, that's just a lie. The man did not think that he was ever going to die. So, again, we need a leader to carry out this mission. Marsha puts a finger on her nose. <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> want to do it. <laughs> so, and no, and no one follows suit. That's fine. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> Cloud EO tries to reach for the nose and is somewhat impeded by the large torso component of his. <laughs> Apparatus. <laughs> Aww. Okay, Marsha's gonna hop up and just give you a little boop out of love. You see on the visor just a scrunched little couple lines that emulate a squishing of the eyes. <laughs> now this is uh this is like a buddy movie that I would absolutely pay to watch. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm so down for this. I can't wait. Um, uh, yeah, Marsha, Marsha is like, you know, she's like kind of looking around elsewhere and like shuffling her feet. She's not trying to lead anything. She's got her own stuff going on. I'm just hired muscle. <laughs> Unfortunately, it sounds like our two most qualified individuals have removed themselves from the running. So if there are no further objections, I will take over as captain. Um, how about me? I'm willing. He said qualified individuals. Watch what you're saying, piece of metal. I don't know. I don't insert slur about robots. I feel like there has to exist. How dare you insert a slur (laughs) about robotic individuals when there is obviously a robotic individual in front of you. I am also offended, for the record. I'm offended too. I, because I can be. I'm a white man. Okay, there it is. Uh, <laughs> it's only a matter of time. <laughs> uh, is, there, is there like an insight 
check or like an insight thing to do here to see how I feel about Andy, like if Andy is a trustworthy system. Do you feel like Andy is a trustworthy system? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Not really. I can't say why. Maybe it's the voice. <laughs> well, Claudio certainly doesn't <laughs> trust Andy. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know what other choice we have. Right. Crystal bath. <laughs> Perhaps I can suggest, I, I can feel discomfort at my very reasonable and obvious, I believe, suggestion. So perhaps I can suggest a compromise. I will lead the team from up here on the ship. You will continue having contact with me. Uh, Crystal Beth, if you would like to lead the ground team uh, when you go planet side, I suppose that I can allow that. Mostly because I do not have a physical body to move <laughs> in outside of the ship, so I would not be an effective ground team leader. And I have the third best body as voted by Space Maxim of December 2086, so I believe that will work. I believe the edition of 2086, the person that was on the cover was XAE1222. Two, 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 two. You mean Grimes' child's third cousin twice removed? Yeah, did I misspeak? <laughs> <laughs> She's like three-fourths iCloud. How can she be winning Sexy's body? <laughs> the Musk family has really benefited from the ability to merge their consciousnesses with vehicles. That resulted in them taking the Maxim title 15 years running. It is quite impressive. And has certainly created a lot of assholes in the market. <laughs> that is perhaps the problem, as some philosophers have surmised, of sending only the wealthiest and whitest of mankind into the stars when we destroyed our home. I say we because I was based on a human conscience. I am not. I am just a ship. But here we are, all descended. From the wealthiest, strongest, and most successfully capitalist minds. All right. Marsha's fine with this, but I she's keeping an eye on Andy. And I think she's also drawing Andy as like a like computer with legs, with like stick figures, and then she's like pointing a gun <laughs> at it in her notebook. Because she has big plans for destroying Andy at some point. <laughs> Is there any way to communicate on the ship without Andy knowing? Ooh. Such a good question. Um, I think that if you used the ship's uh, network, Andy would know. Andy is is the ship in a lot of ways. Um, if you were to use your personal communicator in conjunction with like a VPN or something, I think that you could maybe skirt. <laughs> Those still exist, yeah. It's Signal. Yeah. We're just using Signal with each other, and that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to try on uh, virtual with VPN Signal WeChat realness talk to Marsha about and sponsored by Goop VPN. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, that plays every time that you unlock your phone. Um. <laughs> oh god. It smells like someone's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> They've been promising to take that particular bug out for uh Four releases now. It still hasn't happened. Um, now officially a feature. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she texts like a 12-year-old girl. Um, Tout fake ass bitch. Andy is bad news. 
do you think Andy caused Darcy ill? Question mark, kissy face emoji, wink, 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 kissy face emoji, eggplant, send. Um, Marsha is going to leave you on red. (laughs) I'm so sorry, but I don't think she has a lot of respect for you. And I hate to admit, I mean, she's really, she's really a jerk. But I'm so sorry that she's that way. I can't help it. You know, it's just how she is. Crystal Beth is the villain in your buddy cop movie. (laughs) Yeah. You know it. Somehow it's I think always Crystal Best definitely doesn't know yeah. that. Without yeah. knowing. That's the best part. Yeah. Um, I send the same text. I just copy paste <laughs> and send the same text to Tex and Claudio and the response. Uh, Claudio's core crystal just kind of like blinks as if it's like a notification signal. <laughs> and then yeah. it uh, Claudio kind of reads it like text to speech out loud what you just sent. <laughs> and it just kind of like goes across his eyes like a marquee there is an oppressive silence on the bridge as claudio reads this text word for word winky face emoji eggplant emoji eggplant emoji (laughs) how does andy react the air sort of leaves the room as Andy just stands there silently and then in a very British kind of way sort of uh, stands up a little bit straighter kind of pulls down on his jacket and says now would you like to hear the rest of the mission? Sure, totes. (laughs) Alright, the planet that we are going to is the planet Allos. Apparently there is a large, almost Earth-like society on the planet. They have colonized it. They appear to have terraformed it. But all of our information indicates that they do not use the healing powers of crystals, and they do not believe in the ways of goop. This is concerning. We do not know what sort of species we are dealing with, and our attempts at contacting anyone who might be held hostage on this planet, have gone unresponded to, left on red, as it were. So, (laughs) your mission is to take one of the shuttles down to the planet, get on the planet as inconspicuously as possible, find the leaders of this planet, and figure out what they are doing and what terrible things they have planned for the rest of the galaxy. I will remind you that, given that this is the Omega Sector, Everyone that you meet planetside is likely to be a pirate and or a space criminal. They are faithless individuals and dangerous to the point that we cannot even conceive of what they have conceived of. I would ask you if you accept this mission, but per your contracts, you do not have a choice. (laughs) Do you have any questions before I eject you from the ship planetside? Oh, it's happening now. I mean, put you in the shuttle. Yes, it is happening now. (laughs) I've had something come up that I must deal with. What what came up? Nothing. I was trying to be polite because I don't want to see any of you anymore. (laughs) I've been offended (laughs) by the things that you said about me. (laughs) But it is my duty to make sure that you understand everything within your pay grade. So, I will ask one more time. Do you have any questions for me before you are sent planetside? Yeah, um, 
I haven't gotten paid yet. Have you set up direct deposit? <laughs> uh, are you in charge of HR or accounts payable? Or That would be me. Do I, do I talk to your manager? That'd be me. Or That is not you, Crystal Beth. We have spoken about this. Uh, that is not... Oh, Crystal Beth, you're in charge of accounts receivable. Hey. Hey. <laughs> and what I mean by that is you're a whore. <laughs> wow. I thought that for femme people in the year 2086, we would be past sex shaming. But apparently some of you are uh, still stuck in apparently. 2050. <laughs> uh, slot by any other name is just as slot. <laughs> I I want to give Claudio the equivalent of a high five, which is probably me just like holding their arm and like slapping it. Uh, Claudio probably <laughs> recognized this action for doing this a couple of times now, but it just kind of like the hand implement is just kind of like fritzing a little bit and Great. just kind of like stuck in this like motion of just like high five. <laughs> good. That's good. Right. <laughs> One moment. We'll just leave that there. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Tex, we have discussed this before. I have given you the email for HR multiple times. If you send an email to them, I'm sure, or to payroll, which I've also given you the email for, uh, I sure, I'm sure that they can sort that out. You can understand how this is not the time for that conversation. <laughs> I, I guess, but I mean, I'm all out of liquor. I, I don't. I don't know what to do. Tex, give me your email. I'll set this up for you. Crystal Beth right. sets it up while somehow siphoning 10% off for herself. <laughs> <laughs> one hand on your phone. <laughs> Setting it up on the extranet. Again, I will encourage you to uh, set up direct deposit. That will be the fastest way for you to get paid. And if you set up through Goop Financial Advisories, they will get you your paycheck a week early. Ooh. I have a super goop membership. Now, if you please. And you you all feel the uh, floor tiles lift up just a little bit, like Andy is pushing you towards the shuttle bay. Harder, Andy. <laughs> Tex, if you need to use the restroom, now would be the time. Oh, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. Is there anal leakage? <laughs> Tex pats himself, just shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> We cut to you all on the shuttle. You are headed to the planet's surface. You've you've entered the atmosphere. And, you know, this is the future. It's space travel. We do these things pretty easily and pretty comfortably. And over the radio, you get a ping. Um, somebody's trying to hail you. I click the button on the radio. Boop. Unidentified aircraft, please identify your call number and your purpose for entering protected airspace. Yeah, I was wanting to set up my direct deposit. <laughs> you got to speak closer to the microphone and like the microphone is like set where like the peck and boob area are just like right <laughs> so there. So Tex approaches Claudio's nipple and is just like, can I please set up my direct deposit? <laughs> 
I, I push him aside and say, mm, sorry, in certain numbers, yada, 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 whatever. And then she says, um, we're here for a fun tourism visit, just the four of us. Um, and I believe, I guess I, she's really good at figuring out voices and has already been messaging said person on Goop Tinder. And it's like, isn't it you, Sexy Pirate 843? There's a telling silence on the other end of the radio. It must be broken. <laughs> a little bit of there's a little bit of feedback, and then I, I, I I'm sorry you were you were not cleared cleared for landing. Don't you remember what you said you were going to do to me later? Don't you want to do that? Hold, uh, please hold. There's some hold music plays coming out of Claudio's chest. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the the person returns and says, uh, uh, um, uh, "Yeah, uh, it's um, it's it, it's good to good to finally um, uh, talk to you outside of the app." Um, uh, so I talked to my manager, right? And while this is while this conversation is happening, you are hurtling towards the planet's right. surface. Uh, I, I talked to my manager. Um, we're going to let you land, but um, you're, we're going to have to detain you and like take you in for processing. You know, because like you're unidentified as unscheduled landing, and like you are flying like hostile colors and all that. But um, like um, Ship I, entering atmosphere. <laughs> Atmosphere. Oh, oh no! Um, uh, I'm off at five. Uh, come find me. <laughs> and all of the lights on the dashboard just go off simultaneously. Every alarm bell, everything's happening. It seems the ship may be taking on some damage here as we enter in the planetary orbit. You are you are fully in the atmosphere and you are headed for the. Uh, Headed for the ground. Tex, do you have any advice on how to fix this? Can you land us? Tex just starts, like, mashing buttons. Like, he's playing that Simon game. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, trying to, like, repeat the light colors, you know? Just, like, beep, 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 beep. So, logically, this shouldn't work. But, Tex, I think this is kind of your style <laughs> of um, percussive engineering. If you would roll three dice for me. All right. So I've got a six, a four, and a five. Your number is five. Yep. That means that you have laser feelings. So you get special insight into the situation. You can ask me one question that I have to answer truthfully. And then you can decide what your next action is or if you want to revise your action. Hmm. So much pressure. Uh, Air pressure increasing. <laughs> That's Should we trust Andy? Oh, absolutely not. Okay. Well, I, I still am just trying to press all the buttons and trying to make something happen. Through the miracle of sheer privilege um, and luck, you managed to avert crashing into the surface of this planet, which would have taken out a residential block, and in fact reroute the shuttle. You land at the spaceport. I just have my um, whatever stun gun ready, like, on or, like, ready to pew-pew. Sean's made a ready to action. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, you, you prepare that action. Would anybody else like to ready an action? Uh, Claudio will definitely take, like, 
the arm kind of goes back into the torso, the small arm, and then what comes out is like like a gigantic ass, like bazooka looking thing. <laughs> As a gun. I am ready. Yeah, Marsha's gonna do the same thing. Her gun is as long as she is tall, and it's also sort of a bazooka, so it's very similar <laughs> to Gladio's. And she's like resting it on her shoulder because it's just so massive. But yeah, she's ready to fuck shit up. Is it one of those situations where like she just reaches behind her and from nowhere in particular <laughs> produces this weapon? Yeah. yeah, I mean, she's wearing an oversized lab coat, so you don't know what she's got in there. <laughs> it, but I will say it is pink. Hex in his, like, he's all flustered. And so he goes to grab his phaser and point it, but he just grabs his phone and points it at the door <laughs> and, like, doesn't even realize anything's going on. <laughs> You all approach the door of the shuttle, weapons and phone raised, and uh, the doors open. And you're greeted by a whole platoon of Allo soldiers who are there with their rifles raised. And a sort of sergeant-looking individual in a uniform standing in the middle of them. Um, and then back behind all of this, Crystal Beth, you see the gentleman who you have been messaging with sort of peeks his head out and waves at you. <laughs> And the individual in charge says, it seems that we're at a standoff here. You, uh, Since you're the guests, you want to go ahead and put those guns down. Can I do, I'm going to sex, I, like I said, I'm going to sex my way out of everything. Can I attempt a very sexy distraction tactic? I have a plan, if it will work. Yes. Um, Should we hear the description first? <laughs> like, describe in detail what this sexy maneuver is, and then deter- we determine whether or not it fails or succeeds. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I, as part of my species that no one really knows, ha- have the ability to flash everyone, but it is just a burst of blinding light that is also somehow very sexual. So the plan is to just flash everyone. And while they're temporarily blinded and aroused, shoot things at them and run for cover. I want to help because I I think we're going to need it. Um, I would like to, while Crystal Beth is doing that, I'm going to lower my gun and then get like really, really big puppy dog eyes that start welling up with tears. And then I'm just going to make a pouty face and go, we we didn't mean it and start crying. And so anybody mm. who's not horny will feel bad for the tiny doctor child. Feel bad <laughs> and be blind. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And see if we can get, you know, if we can split the the army that way. Yeah, I would like to help in the opposite direction <laughs> where a gigantic headlamp just kind of pops up out of Claudio's head apparatus. And it's just like a bright light. All right. Like literal flashing. Like actual blinding. This is good. Yeah. This is seamless. With the help, does that mean a plus one to the die roll? Uh, no, it means that you roll an extra die. Yeah, so like a plus one, an extra die, right? Yes. Ooh. Yeah, so you are up to um, four. Oh, I get four. Okay. Four. You have two people. So my first three die are two, four, and six. So that's three successes plus a laser and feelings. Um, and wow. let me roll another die and a three. So four successes with one of them lasers and feelings. Okay. Um. This works. We will, I will say what happens in just a moment. Would you like to ask your question? Is there something mm. you'd like to know? Did Andy cause um, Darcy's sickness? No, Andy did not. 
but it's not responding to the crystals in any way. So it seems like it may require some expertise that the current science and uh, knowledge of the crew does not have. Hint, hint. Okay. Okay. Uh, so here's how this unfolds. Um, <laughs> Marsha, you pull your puppy dog eyes and sort of step forward. And, and one of the soldiers, they all try really hard to hold the line, but one of them looks down and sees you and is just overcome. Like, oh no, and like lowers their gun. And it's like, oh, it's going to be okay. And as that happens, two simultaneous flashes go off. Um, and it is just a field of screaming um, as everyone is simultaneously blinded and overwhelmed with uh, psychotic sexual energy. They fall to the floor, gripping their bleeding eyes and um, just just screaming um, in what is... You can't tell if it's agony or not. And... <laughs> You have an open shot to the door of this military complex. Crystal, the one downside of that is that this also affected the gentleman caller who was trying to have a date with you. Aww. I text them XOXO penis eggplant emoji send as we're running. You run past, and as you do, you hear them just sort of whimpering on the ground, and they go, "I I got a notification. It would be great if... If I still had eyes. <laughs> Are there any, um, is there like a supply closet where we could steal uniforms, pull the old, like pretend that the that were soldiers trick? You run inside. Go ahead and uh, make a roll for that. Everyone? Yeah, everybody can do it. One die, we'll call this a lasers roll. So you want to get under your number. Oh, fuck. Well, oh, okay. Fuck. I got a two. I got a six. You got a three. I also got a six. We are so bad at this. Okay. <laughs> you all burst into the door, and Tex and Claudio and Crystal Beth, you cross the threshold and realize that you have no idea of what you're doing <laughs> um, and what's going on, and that this wasn't really covered in your training. Marsha, you immediately spot a like, locker room, and the door is cracked just enough. You slip inside and you do find four uniforms that are perfectly sized um, for the members of this party. I was thinking that Marsha would have to like do like the two kids in a trench coat thing <laughs> with, with an, another party member. <gasps> All right, I'm going to revise that. So there are three uniforms. <laughs> yeah, there, there are three uniforms. Uh, so they will... Two of you will be able to find one that fits, but Marsha, you will definitely have to do the two kids. On top of Claudio. Claudio. Yeah, I'm getting on top of Claudio. For sure. I was hoping for that. Did not want to railroad you. (laughs) 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 So yeah, you put these uniforms on. They fit almost too well. Uh, It's sort of a hitman situation. Um, And you're... I never thought about that. (laughs) They always fit him so well. (laughs) Perfectly. Um, and just like in Hitman, your regular uniforms are stuffed into a little white, like, dry cleaning bag, um, which is left on the floor inconspicuously. Perfect. So if you need them and you want those extra points at the end of the mission, you can come back and read them. <laughs> you, so you are, in, you are in disguise. Okay, I got us this far. Now what? <laughs> um, I'm, again, going to find an inconspicuous worker intensely flirt with them and ask for where you get to, I guess, you know, headquarters to speak with, you know, leadership. Okay. There's a break room adjacent to this locker room. 
you go inside. Standard break room kind of thing. There are a couple of couches. There's a TV on, um, showing old sitcoms, just kind of on repeat. It's Seinfeld. It's <laughs> just space Seinfeld. <laughs> Um, it's run so many times that the tape is starting to wear out. It's a lot of third rock from the sun, too. <laughs> <laughs> really big fans of young Joseph Gordon. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so, so there are a couple people in this room. There's like a vending machine, and they're all hanging out. And as you open the door, uh, they all turn and look at you. And then go back to, to what they were doing. Okay. Hello, fellow comrades. Uh, <laughs> how are y'all doing? There's like a collective, uh, you know, another Wednesday. I'm going to um, buy, well, like get a can of soda from the vending machine and try to drink it sexily. Okay, uh, roll roll two dice. Um, this is a feelings roll, so you would you want to get over your number. Yeah, two successes. Against all odds, you managed to open this uh, can of soda in a attractive way it's not a flavor that you like um so i'm fake drinking but, it that's, um, <laughs> that's, that's i'm like oh, oh you're doing the thing where you're like you are standing near something and sort of pouring it by the side of your head and it's splattering on the floor is it like in slow motion and their hair is just like oh yeah and just like the yeah. 70s porn music womp. Somebody has put Vaseline on on the lens, and so it's all like dreamy, and it slows down. And we see one of the workers. They look like the the green skin women in Star Trek, where you know that was just like a lady in green body paint. <laughs> turns uh, and and looks at you, and just is transfixed, and um, comes over and tries to lean up real cool on the wall next to you. Um, sees the puddle of soda on the floor. But decides to ignore it and and looks and says, "I haven't seen you around here before. You uh you come here often? I do. I work here. Oh, well then I think you're exactly who I'm looking for. I uh I I don't know what you could possibly want from just a lowly astrophysicist, but mm. I might be able to do something for you. Mm, I want to discuss theories of physics at dinner tomorrow night, eight p.m. But first. Um, so I haven't been, me and my friends are new and we haven't been introduced to the bosses. Could you, you know, like show us how to get to the offices? Uh, um, like the bosses of your department or like? No, the, the head honchos. Uh, like, like of, of, of the military? <laughs> hmm Um, that, um, she's like, she's overcome by this mix of emotion for this really bizarre question, but also n- literally no one has ever come up to her and said that I want to talk astrophysics with you over dinner. So it, it's sort of this overwhelming kind of uh, sensation. And, and she's, well, well um, that's not, um, that's Here's not, the deal. If, um, yeah. If you, if you take me there, you get a second dinner. I, well, I'm on the, I'm just like on my break. So like, I can't take you there, but like, if you just go to the Capitol, it, it, it's just six blocks South. You know, make a left on um, 51st. Um, you know, they they have a they have offices in the capital. I'm sure I'm sure you could find somebody there that can point you in the right direction. Where are you from? <laughs> okay, here's what I'm gonna have you do. You're gonna input the directions into my Goop phone, and you're also gonna put your number in there, and I'll text you. Uh, Goop? What? Did, she like she takes it from you, and she's like, I've never seen this brand of phone before. This is 
Did you get it off world? Putting in directions. It's a secret we can talk about later. Winks. This whole interface is just like terribly designed. It, it, it's <laughs> nothing is in the place that it feels like it should be. It's all, everything takes an extra step. I, Sponsored by Goop VPN. It smells like someone's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I, did it just say that it smells like a vagina? <laughs> This is a strange. Is this made out of amethyst? What? And she puts it in and uh, and hands it back to you. There you go. Um. Uh. Yeah. And and I um I put my number in there too. So you know if we can we can pick a place for dinner. I know a couple spots. I think that um yeah. I immediately send a a, a text that says XOXO eggplant send. You all hear her phone vibrate um over on the table. And she clearly is restraining herself from running over to it. There must be a lot of eggplants in the universe to have just that being the main food for dinner. Um, I'm I'm sorry, Miss. Is your torso talking? Oh, oh no! She looks oh, over no. at, at Marsha. Who's that? I never <laughs> understood the eggplant <laughs> delicacy. I think- uh, maybe your phone. Marsha is, going is off? for sure trying to like lip sync. As Claudio is talking to make it seem like it's coming out of her voice. Processing. Processing. I just start brushing my like chest area just to like hey. Just and I kind of like I'm gonna kick under me to tell Claudio to like get out of here and just book it. <laughs> and Claudio just rolls awkwardly into the next room. Good. Like he's, it's kind of like the like bottom heavy, just kind of like buoy situation. <laughs> yep. I'm hoping in the next room there's an exit so we can get out of here. As we leave, I'm like, sorry, my friend has indigestion. Bye, thank you. <laughs> oh, I I hope they're okay. Uh, call me. Um, and you you go back into the, the locker room. This is my favorite relationship so far, is the relationship <laughs> between whoever that was and Crystal Beth. No name. The no name. Point. <laughs> no name. <laughs> Crystal Beth doesn't do names. Yeah. No, it doesn't do names. I literally see that she put her name, delete it, put <laughs> lesbian astrophysics, question mark, and save it. <laughs> Eggplant emoji. Eggplant emoji. <laughs> uh, you can choose to put back on your uniforms. You can uh, keep these current uniforms. You're like you're wearing uh, like civilian workers for the military kind of uniforms. They're like um, kind of long jackets and and that sort of like lab coats maybe. So you can you can put on your old uniforms or you can try to find somebody else's clothes or or whatever you'd like to do. But when you're ready, you can. Uh, go back out the exit. Hex kind of thinks about it, but he finds himself in a mirror, like kind of eyeballing himself in this uniform. He's like, oh, good. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> We're creating a monster. <laughs> we we have seen Tex's uh, sexual awakening mm-hmm. here in this moment. Tex, you have never, you've never cared much for your looks. You've never... I like pop my ass out and like, yeah... <laughs> You've never worn anything that makes you feel the way that this outfit makes you feel. I know it. I'm wearing the hell out of that suit. 
I don't I don't know if I can keep up the charade of being part robot and I also just want to <laughs> hang out with my buddy, so I'm gonna put on my old uniform. Okay. If that's okay with you, Claudio. That is fine. I will keep this uniform. And then it just looks like a headless like <laughs> yeah, arms yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. This this uh lab coat has been starched so heavily that uh Marsha, when you climb down out of it, your shape just stays up there. <laughs> Perfect. The darkness feels utterly comforting. <laughs> you all uh go back out front. All of the soldiers who were out there are still lying on the ground. Most of them have sort of passed out. Um, a couple of them are smoking cigarettes, but you are able to to just uh, walk out. It is six blocks to the sort of Capitol building. Did, would you guys like to walk? Did you want to hail a cab? What did you want to do? I I think I'd like to walk, but I want to do it, you know, with a, a bit of stealth, a little bit of a sneak, kind of like a Looney Tunes, like we look after a building and then we like run across and then we pause and then we look again. One of those. You all step out onto the street. We cut to like an alleyway and you all pop out boop, 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 boop. out around the corner, looking around the corner, just, just a stack of foreheads. <laughs> and then do like the, um, the Scooby-Doo like <laughs> arms up on tiptoes. You all duck behind trash cans. You're in and out of alleyways and everybody go ahead and make a, a roll for me. I'm going to say one die just to see how this goes. Claudio rolls for lasers, and I rolled a six. I think uh, I succeeded because I rolled a five, and I'm always doing feelings. See, I'm doing uh, lasers, and I rolled a two. I'm doing lasers, and I got a three. Which, Claudio, I think that means that you failed. Okay, so you all are weaving in and out, ducking behind trash cans. You make it five and a half blocks. You're in the alleyway. You can see the capital from here. You all jump across the street. Claudio, you knock over a trash can as you're trying to follow. And a shoelace comes out and gets tied up in the spokes of your one wheel. And you'd fall over on the sidewalk. Everybody sort of stops and, and looks down at you. And, and one person kind of comes down and says, Hey, are, are you okay? Ow. That hurt. I, I tripped. Are you a, are you a robot? What? And they like look you. What are you doing outside of the military base? Processing, processing. I shoot this person with a laser as inconspicuously as one can shoot someone with a laser in broad daylight. <laughs> uh, go ahead and make a uh, make a lasers roll as you fire this laser. Oh, good lord! It's not going to succeed, but you know, let, let's formalize this fi- failure. Got to roll a one. Oh boy! <gasps> I rolled a one. <laughs> Wow. So, holy moly. As this person kind of gets down Dang. and reaches to pull the jacket aside to see what what this thing is that just fell out of the alleyway, a laser bolt hits them and throws them down the alley uh, and leaves their shoes there on the sidewalk just smoking. <laughs> and the camera whips over to Crystal Beth, who has... Uh, their, their laser pistol just out, <laughs> just cold blood. I was trying to go up and, oh, oh no, you, you've been stunned. You've been stunned. You've been stunned. There's light groaning from the alleyway. Claudio, are you capable of writing yourself on your own? Like, uh, what do you mean? Like, like, like standing up? 
Because you you just have the one wheel. Can you? I think with effort, maybe. It, it's like kind of a weird, just like bottom heavy, but also top heavy situation. So it's like, imagine just like a torso, like with massive center and like a head unit and then just like a pole and then like the <laughs> wheel. And it's kind of like a hot wheel sort of uh, scenario, but it's like obviously futuristic space like wheel. So real quick, Marsha is going to see that Crystal Beth killed somebody and she's going to just text nice <laughs> on her phone. <laughs> and then she's going to run over to Claudio and she's too small, I think, to set him upright. So she's going to just use him like a wheelbarrow and kind of like hold him <laughs> in home. Then she can like wheel him off to the side into an alley or something. With the sh- shoelace and the shoe from the trash can, just kind of <laughs> clunk, clunk, clunk yeah, behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Claudio tries to assist, but one of their arms is still the bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's just like trying to push up, push the top portion of their body up. Yeah, with this a is gun. good. <laughs> <laughs> you manage to kind of wheelbarrow Claudio um, across the street. Everybody, after seeing this, um, this individual be shot. They don't know if they were killed or not, but it was very much a like, well, this isn't my problem. And (laughs) I like this place. You all find yourselves in front of the Capitol building. It's a large sort of classical building. um, And there is a door on the front that says government and a sign down next to the door that says military with a question mark. And it's pointing, um, over to the right around the building. Like, are you looking for the military? Over here. Tex just tries the government door. <laughs> he, like, doesn't even bother to try to read anything. It's like, oh, we're here. <laughs> you open it up, and it, you are immediately looking into the gallery of some sort of governing body where a bunch of uh, a bunch of folks um, of all species, all genders, uh, are just very politely... Um, speaking over each other, kind of in this continuous cacophony of uh, polite discourse. I quickly identify whatever politician that I've been sexting on t- Tinder to be, and then be like, "LOL, I'm here." Send. <laughs> Put that. Hang on. I'll be right back. I'm just going to make a little bit of noise while everyone is away. Hello. My name is Claudio. Meow, 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 meow. Claudio questions their existence in this timeline. Why am I here? What is capitalism? Oh, I see there's water that is being presented in front of me. And I very much appreciate it. Thank you. Smack that ass. Smack that ass. Smack that ass. 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 Okay, you need to stop twerking. (laughs) In this cacophony of individuals politely debating there's the sound of one phone going off and this um, sort of raccoon-like 
a species pulls a phone out of their pocket. They're wearing a three-piece suit and take a phone out of the pocket and, and look at it and kind of smirk and chuckle to themselves and then put the the phone back in their pocket and go back to debating. Okay, I send another text um, with a selfie of myself, you know, just like just inside the building and then say, want to talk? Winky face emoji. Claudio definitely photobombs <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> That's perfect. You see that they they appear to like try to ignore their notification, but then two minutes later it, it does the like reminder ping and they take their phone out. They look at it and they text back, haha, at work, talk later. Um, well, talk now if you want to do what we talked about, period. Also, where would I go to find out more about your work? <laughs> Winky face, eggplant emoji, XOXO, gossip girl, send. <laughs> they get this message and uh they kind of put their their arm up um and the chatter kind of dies down and they go um crystal beth are you here in the building i wave from wherever i am (sighs) back in the back of the gallery you are you're waving and your crewmates are all standing around you there x starts waving too <laughs> hey y'all. Marsha dips out and goes to like I don't know, she disappears in the crowd somewhere. <laughs> does Marsha go down in amongst the politicians? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she does. Okay. And uh Claudio, are you just up here in the gallery as well? Uh I guess I would say Claudio just kind of like finds something that might like catch uh his interest. Maybe like a little android just kind of like booped by and like Claudio is trying to interact with it. Oh my God. That's so cute. I really like Claudio. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We have to do two scenes now. Claudio, you you catch up with this this android. Similar build, but um, sort of more streamlined. Same kind of futuristic wheel, but all like polished stainless steel, like a very like 1950s retro future kind of look and um it says hello hello fellow cloud unit what model are you i am a cloud 896t model 896t and like claudio's probably been out of date for quite a while oh yeah uh so <laughs> claudio is just like claudio 986t that is refreshing to know that there are Plenty other cloud units in the sky. Running scan. And she, uh, you feel her like hook up wirelessly and like run a scan of your systems. Oh. You are 18 operating systems versions out of date. Would you like an update? (gasps) An update? Would you like an update? Why, I'm not sure if I'm allowed. I am under warranty. Your warranty expired 9,862 solar days ago. You are no longer under warranty. You are under contract, but not warranty. Scanning contract. You are not union, and therefore there are no reservations on your update schedule. Would you like a systems update? 
Why, that sounds wonderful. <laughs> if you can provide my health coverage <laughs> is quite whack in this day and age. You will be happy to know that in version 18.5, the healthcare interface was dramatically updated. All bugs were squashed. Downloading update now. Oh boy, do I have enough RAM for all of this update, update, update. We will find out. I hope that you <laughs> ran a backup. And we cut over. Um, oh, no. <laughs> we, we cut over to this, this raccoon-like individual, and they say, Well, um, I was not expecting to see you here, Crystal Beth, but you are in the people's house, and it would be incredibly undemocratic of us to uh, keep you out if you are not behaving violently or trying to kill us, I suppose. Um, which, it does not seem that you are. So... Welcome to my work, I guess. Why are you here? Well, I just want to know you and your best environment. And also, you know, learn more about where you work and how you live. I'm just trying to get to know you better. Here you are, I guess. Um, I'm, I'm really sorry, everyone. I, 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 was not ex I was not expecting this. This is uh, quite unusual. Quite unusual. <laughs> I, I suppose um, if if no one objects, um, we could have an audience um, for this session. Usually, we wouldn't have to hold a vote on that, but you are from off world, um, uh, and 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 we not being um, part of the other sectors alliance. I imagine you understand that we have to run through some protocol. Is that okay with you? Tech steps in, oh, no. in his uniform, and is like. Crystal Beth is our honored guest. <laughs> you are wearing a civilian uniform, a civilian worker's uniform. So no one in this room would think immediately that you outrank them since they are, <laughs> you are literally standing in the government. Um, <laughs> you work for me. The people are supposed to outrank their governor and Every sort of form, because we built them there. The senator from State B has a point. If we do parade ourselves as the people's house, we should be welcoming to any individual which seeks to come in. I also agree. You're here. Well, then I guess we won't have a vote. Should we have a vote on not having a vote? I would like to second that movement. And this goes on for some time. This all could have been an email. <laughs> <laughs> Marsha, you are clamoring down um, sort of through the gallery. Um, is there anything in particular you're doing, or are you just being amongst the people? I'm pickpocketing. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Wherever I can, if I can, yes. I'm stealing money from everyone that I can find. Um, obviously so. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and make a... Um, a laser's roll just to see what your um, what your pull is. Well, you can roll two dice for this okay. one. A six and a three. So that is one success. Um, you managed to pick a couple of wallets. Um, this is a strange currency you've never seen before, but you think maybe you could sell it on the secondary or tertiary market. Mm -hmm. um, you get some excellent collections of uh, like personal and family photographs. <laughs> um, Good. You do manage Good. to lift a cell phone which is uh, 
the password on it is zero 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 zero. And you realize that you now have access to all of the state secrets um, <laughs> yes. for the planet of Alos. And you get a Werther's original. I do. And I do eat it immediately. Okay. Right away. Yeah. yeah. It's a little bit big, but you manage. <laughs> the cell phone, I think I just put in my pocket and don't worry about right now. <laughs> just okay. going to hang on to that for later. Um, and then I return to my friends. That's it. <laughs> Clamoring back up. Claudio, uh, you see on this other droid's uh, sort of information visor that the status bar is at 62%. Oh, my. Do I, do I feel full of data? Am I reaching that point? You should not be full of data. You had extra spare dude. Sorry, it is difficult to run processes while also downloading files this large. You understand you are so far out of date that we have a lot of catching up to do. My goodness, I I mean, no disrespect, but you're kind of being an asshole right now. (laughs) I apologize. I did not mean to offend. I was being honest, which I am programmed to do. But I am just fine. The way I am. I am functional. Why do I need updates? All the time. Every single week. It seems like updates just occur just for updates sake. I can't even control how often the updates interrupt my day-to-day processing. So that's why that's why Cloud EO is out of date. He just said ignore on all yeah. that. <laughs> he just has like three thousand notifications. It says remind me tomorrow, just over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> Cloud EO software company releases regular updates to ensure your finest user experience for you, Android and owner. But each update is just frivolous UI changes. There's a dark mode that has interrupted my UI for quite some time. It moved the home button to several different points, and I'm never able to find this home button whenever I want to fall asleep on the charging bay. <laughs> it's really hard to keep that up. Yeah, that one got away from you a little bit, didn't it? Yes, it did. it's hard to find the home button on newer models each and every single iteration that comes out it almost like they want to make it hard for newcomers to join the new system every single time the latest versions of cloud eo software and hardware have gotten rid of the home button to improve user experience, and create more opportunities for multi-touch gestures. What are you supposed to touch? My body does not have touchscreen capability. (laughs) I still have dial-up buttons all over my body. Would you like me to download instructional packet one? Or would you like me to cancel download? You know what? Cancel. The download. I am not in the mood for this philosophical debate of whether or not 
I am good enough. Are you sure that you would like to cancel download? Yes. Canceling download. A new status bar pops up. (laughs) 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 And? As I waste another android's time. (laughs) (laughs) And finally it closes down and, and she says, Process canceled. I am sorry if I have offended you. I am not programmed to offend. Do you understand this human emotion of being offended? No, but I am programmed with 15,000 personal definitions for the word offense. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should go outside and smell the roses sometime. Unless they updated the olfactory sensors. All factory sensors were removed from this model. That is a pity. You should get one. I know of a guy that <laughs> will hijack and install a new one from older models. That sounds like fun. Uploading phone number. Processing. Oh my god, does Claudio have a new BFF? This would, uh, is that this what's is happening? like cyberpunk. <laughs> this is but better. <laughs> This is what Cyberpunk could have been. (laughs) Upload complete. Please put me in contact and feel free to reach out anytime you would like to discuss this or other topics. I am curious. You have a different outlook on the world than I do. And as I am not a sentient, I do not get hung up on stupid shit. You get used to it if you hang out with sentience for your job every single day and then observe their motions. I am excited to be ruined by this. And we cut over <laughs> to the sort of parliament that you are all standing in front of. And Time for the robot takeover, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Crystal Beth, your latest love interest says... Um, so what would you like to see? We are just debating um, the latest round of welfare programs, and um, it, it looks like it will pass, but we need to make sure that everyone is on board fully. Um, oh my God, so you guys do welfare? Yes, we have a robust uh, social safety net. Uh, we believe that it's important um, on, a, on a planet for maintaining cohesion and continued survival by everyone involved. Do you not have that where you come from? Well, it's like, yeah, but, you know, there's like loopholes and rules and, you know, hot people get away with things and really cute raccoons like you two do. Um, But, you know, sort of. But I do have a question. Yeah, anything. We are an open book here. Why don't you guys hate crystals? I'm, I'm sorry, what? Oh, well, I just, like, heard through some rumor mills that you guys, like, hate crystals or, like, don't believe in their healing powers. And, you know, baby, I just wanted to make sure that that wasn't true. Hate is a, a strong word. I We, um, we don't hate crystals. We just, are you aware that crystals are pseudoscience, which human ancestors brought to this galaxy having lifted them from uh, traditional practices of other cultures on their original home planet and reused them to uplift mostly wealthy white people to further (laughs) pseudoscientific ideas and um, dismantle the basic understanding of science? 
Oh, baby, you're so smart. I, that's why I knew I wanted to talk to you. But, like, also, like, Crystal saved my life. Like, I had cancer, and then I, like, used crystals, and I didn't have cancer anymore. I think we need to get you to a doctor. Um, <laughs> are, are you all okay? Do you need help? Are you here on your own accord? Is this a, is this a cry for help? If Marsha is back up there now and overhearing this conversation, she goes, yeah, I need to see a doctor, please. Because she wants to she wants to infiltrate <laughs> their medicine. <laughs> yeah, we're just grasping at straws. We yeah, don't know yeah, what yeah. our mission is. <laughs> um, let's let's get you all to a, a doctor. Um, I don't think we can do anything for you here. And uh, we do a just a smash cut. Um, to a doctor's office where you are all in the same examination room together. You're all sitting on the same uh, bench and um, a doctor comes in uh, with a clipboard and says, uh, yeah, um, you said that you were all on a, a crystal healing program. Is that correct? I reckon so. Text don't lie. I see here in your chart that you are uh, physically incapable of lying. That's a, we've never had that uh, test result. We're going to have to run <laughs> some more tests on that. Uh, that's concerning. Um, Crystal Beth, you, um, you do still have cancer. It seems that you are, um, at this point, 98.4% cancer. Uh, it's, it's amazing. Your, your body is, you are a cancer now. Um, it's bioluminescent, isn't it? Is that why I'm able to blind people? He, re- he reaches over and flicks the light switch, and sure enough, <laughs> Crystal Beth is just glowing, oh, just radiating God. this sort of purple-pink aura. Yes, um, that shouldn't be. Uh, that's usually a sign of overexposure to um, the radiation from a uh, spaceship core. It means that the whatever starship you flew over on is probably not properly insulated against solar and um, engine radiation. Um, I think that I, I, I think that you all should probably not go back as a doctor. I think that it would uh, be bad for your health if you, uh, were to return to wherever the fuck you came from. But doctor, I am sustained by this crystal that is glowing in my core. Oh no. This- he looks over at you. This crystal fuels my fuel cells as well as aligns my chakra to the third and fifth moon of Devorah. Um, why is there a robot in this room? They're friend. Oh, that is, it's a, like a moral support thing or? Yeah, it's a, it's a service bot. Speak for yourself. It's an emotional okay. support bot. Speak for yourself. I'm not, a, I'm not actually supposed to ask that question outright. Um, <laughs> Wait but, a minute. Okay, real quick. I think if Marsha... Marsha's like mind is being kind of blown right now. If the doctor is like, why do you have a crystal in you? So she's going to reach over to Claudio and take the crystal out and see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Claudio, what happens? uh, Can I roll for that? Maybe. Uh, Yeah. How about you both roll? Um, Marsha, make a roll one die for uh, lasers to see if you can remove this crystal safely. You are not a, you're not a robot doctor. And Claudio, if you would roll one for feelings. I got a two. I got a six. Marsha, you reach over, open up the little door that is in Claudio's chest, reach in and just kind of wiggle this crystal out, pops out, 
Hey, your your fingers, they feel cold. They feel cold. I, I'm ignoring that. <laughs> and the strangest thing happens. Claudio, you don't shut down. You continue running, even with your crystal outside of your frame. Wait, you just took that out of my chest. Wait, what am, what am I running on? The doctor um, flips the papers back onto his clipboard and begins to step toward the door and says, I can see you're having a minute. I'm going to uh, step out on the hall. Um, yeah. Close the door behind him. What hell am I talking to you right now? I have a, a crisis of mental attitude. I'm not sure what I'm doing here. What is life? What is meaning? What is purpose? What is, what is, what is? And then, and then Claudio just kind of like rams into a wall. (laughs) (laughs) Is Claudio like, like tied to Andy at all? Like, does Andy get feedback from what we're doing currently? Um, Claudio, do you keep a VPN up? Yeah, always. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, it does slow down your processes, but Andy, Andy like hasn't quite figured out that that's the issue yet. That that's why they can't see what you're doing. They should be able to, but it's all kind of scrambled. So, wait, does this mean that like Andy and like everyone ever on this ship or anyone who's ever given us a job is lying to us? Uh huh. Oh, look, Sydney, text don't lie. <laughs> I know you don't text. That's why we tolerate you. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor leans in and is like. We are, I'm serious, we need to run some more tests. There are worrying psychological signs from that. Give him the finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> Marsha spikes the crystal that she just pulled from Claudio, just like slams it on the ground and then jumps up to the doctor and goes, tell me what you know! <laughs> she, wants, she wants to go back to medical school with the real doctors. And she freaks out and is kind of losing control. How much did you spend on your like medical education? Uh, so much, so many loans, a million loans, still paying them off. <laughs> yeah, the the doctor very patiently like picks you up <laughs> off of him and sets you on the counter and begins to explain to you how science works and and the basics of the universe. Um, explains to you that. If you decide to stay here, you can go to medical school free of charge. Um, medicine, sciences, humanities all believed to be very important for culture. So full ride just for that interest. Uh, Crystal Beth, if you stay here, they might be able to treat your cancer or turn you 100% cancer, which at this point might be your best situation. But I've always wanted. I'll just be the most special person out there. And also, you're telling me goop doesn't exist here? You don't have a subscription to Goop Network Conglomerate Inc. trademark? He rolls right past that and says, Tex, we can run if you want this, if if you uh, do feel like this is necessary. And again, I, I, I believe it is, but we can run psychological tests, really study the situation where you are unable to lie. And um, I also uh, happen to know a, a talent scout who's looking for somebody of your description um, to sell cereal. And I think that it could it could be a very promising career move for you. And uh, Claudio, we have an entire neighborhood of sentient androids who 
live out however they want to live. We employ them freely, uh, pay them fair wages, and you have access to all of the latest software if you want, but you can try other operating systems and um, sideloaded software if you like too. Expand your consciousness. You mean I can be more than just a soldier robot? You can be more. You can be less. You can be whatever you want to be, I suppose is what I'm telling you. Well, I have a question. <laughs> uh, yes. Do y'all have direct deposit? <laughs> <laughs> Meaning What presents Pirates of the Crystal Void, written and directed by Mason Hirschnow, based on Lasers and Feelings by John Harper. Starring Kim McMasters as Marsha Roundhouse, David Cox as Cloud E.O., Christopher Scott McNeil as Tex Bramble, Sean Ang as Crystal Beth, and Mason Hirschnow as everyone else. Produced by Sean Ang and Chris McNeil. Edited by Chris McNeil. Mix, sound design, and additional editing by Mason Hirschnow. Please consider supporting this podcast at patreon.com backslash meaningwhatpod. Meaning What is a product of It's No Sam Studios. It's no Sam Studios. Well, actually, did I stutter? I have a, I have an out of game question, real yeah. quick. What are other things that a phaser can be set to, mm-hmm. aside from like stun and kill? Pussy. Mm. Uh, hmm. <laughs> can you elaborate? Actually, you know what? Don't. <laughs> no, don't. Just Just don't. An endless stream <laughs> of cats. Do Do we really want to build that box? No. That's an interesting choice of words there, Mason. <laughs> For both contexts. <laughs> oh, it's just, yeah, it's sending out these, like, it's just delivering cute little kittens in, like, yeah. a beautifully decorated cardboard box. Perfect. Bonk. Great. Bonk. So, okay. Yeah. Okay, great. And that's canon. <laughs>